As a business in today's digital age, regardless of your industry, you'll likely need a number of technology platforms and systems to communicate your purpose, attract customers, and ultimately manage your business and employees. This digital toolkit is what we call a technology stack, and virtually every business with an online system needs one. The choices you make for your technology stack can be crucial for the success of your organization. But with so many options to choose from, it can be overwhelming if you're a small business or just starting out. So where do you even begin? Well, let's talk about it. Hey everyone, welcome to Momentum, a podcast by Jotform, where we talk about the technology, productivity tips, best practices, and strategic insights that help us move forward in business and in life. I'm Elliot, your host, and I'm back once again with Chad Reed, Jotform's VP of Marketing and Communications to talk about technology stacks. Good to have you back, Chad. I think by now audiences might start to figure out you're more of a regular than a special guest, but I'm still gonna treat you like you're special. I would expect nothing less. Excellent. Um, I think it makes sense for us to mainly focus on what we know best as far as marketing tech stacks go for this episode, which really should be pretty applicable to most of our listeners because any organization needs marketing tools in some form to effectively make their presence known online these days. And speaking from the perspective of a company in the technology sector definitely gives us a better line of sight into what digital tools work well for a lot of these functions. So all that to say, I don't think talking about our own marketing technology technology stack at Jotform, for instance, will alienate listeners in another industry because these are all pretty universal applications, Um, which is a good segue into our first topic, addressing the basic marketing needs uh, businesses face that technology stacks can meet. You want to start by diving into some of those here? For sure. Well, I I want to start by saying marketing technology stacks, uh, it really depends on the type of business and the type of budget. Um, There's an amazing infographic that uh, was posted on chiefmartech.com. Uh, Scott Brinkley, who's also the, the VP of ecosystem at HubSpot, so this is his space. But uh, 10, you know, 10 years ago, I think he, he created this first infographic that just had a logo of every marketing technology platform out there, and there were 150. Today, 7,000. No. So the just the ocean of different technologies that you can use to enhance your marketing is is just grown exponentially, right? So, mm-hmm. uh, by the way, you know, Jotform is on that. Uh, there you go. Uh, represented one of it took 7, me. It took me a good fifteen minutes to like zoom in, find which category it was under. Uh, but uh, that's just a huge growth, though. And what's he what's he categorizing as a marketing application in that regard? Because Jotform, we have a lot of applications, but we're grouped into you know marketing technology. So how's he sort of categorizing that? Yeah, I think we well, there there are he gives uh, six categories and then dozens of subcategories, gotcha. but advertising and promotion, content ex- and experience, uh, social and relationships commerce and sales, data and management. And I've been among those, you, I, I, I couldn't guess where, where we were gonna get listed. <laughs> I figured maybe we were in data, maybe management, uh, but we were under content and experience uh, under the subcategory of uh, interactive content. Well, it, uh, it, it makes sense because, I mean, if you think about it, marketing is so broad in the data that it requires and everything that falls under the marketing umbrella, you, you need all these things and all these platforms, you know, to, to pull off marketing successfully. So I guess I can see that, but 
yeah, I think I know the infographic you're talking about. We'll uh, we'll link to it in uh, the description of this uh, somewhere so people can see it. But it, it is really pretty cool. Yeah, for sure. I mean, and I think for any business at a, at your most basic level, um, you know, this also includes how you publish your your website, uh, your social media, your your email marketing. I think those are kind of the the core, and then there's a lot that branches out from there. And as you add on personnel or headcounts uh, or, or goals to your, your, your marketing team and your small business, you're, you're just going to keep acquiring more and more um, technologies that, that, that need to help you get, get there as well. Right. Uh, I, you know, one, another funny thing is <laughs> we, as a, as a department, the job for marketing department, uh, I was like just pulling up our ever growing uh, group of, of logins and, and for the different, tools that we use and there's mm-hmm. well over 150 uh it's just a lot and that yeah. and that's just marketing um our, our design team uh they're they're kind of separated but they have their own logins and our growth team as well so uh, really hundreds of of you know companies that we're using in our tech stack just yeah. for job form marketing so um, yeah there's a lot of tools out there and a lot of them are pretty specific um but yeah that's that's a good point we're we're in triple digits for the the number of um, tools that we use and I think bringing that up is is a good point of how expansive a technology stack can be and we're obviously not going to go through you know a hundred plus recommendations on, on this but I think it, it serves it's as, important, be a long as an important <laughs> example of you know just how many tools and toolkits uh, are out there to help you succeed digitally um, online so I, I guess that's you know kind of narrowed down a little bit to uh, some of our key ones yeah, well, like our key ones at, at Jotform. Yeah. Yeah. Well, first of all, Jotform. <laughs> Jotform. We do use Jotform. We talked about this. Yeah. Um, I mean, you know, I, I think ours has grown a lot as, as our priorities have shifted. Um, mm-hmm. we're, I would include all social media channels as, you know, they, they get lumped into our, our technology stack. So I think um, from an early standpoint, that was, that was certainly something that we needed. Um, we're so... SEO focused uh, from, you know, that, that's such a, a critical part of our optimization. So we're, we're well versed in a lot of the analytics tools and, you know, anything that can tell us more information on uh, search trends or, or domain ranking. Um, we can kind of get into a couple sort of at the end, but uh, AREFs and, and Moz certainly are, are some, some big players that are, are uh, used every day by our teams. Just in case someone doesn't know, can you go a little bit into the background of domain ranking and what that really means? Yeah, it effectively just means the strength of your website. Um, so that's, the, you know, it, there's no perfect uh, way to determine that. I, you know, that, that's that's a Google uh, Google right. safeguards their their algorithm. So, um, but effectively. Uh, are you are there authoritative sites that are linking back to your uh, your website? Is it is it showing up for the, the keywords that you'd like to target? Um, you know that, that's effectively domain domain authority, and that there's a lot of really good resources for you know determining that. Gotcha. Yeah, and and that's important to help cultivate SEO traffic and organic yeah, for sure. traffic and, and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And Ahrefs help us helps with stuff like that. So okay, yeah, no, that's helpful. Um, 
I guess speaking to a few of those other platforms and stuff that you mentioned, you mentioned social media considers our own, you know, is our own technology stack in some ways. Mm-hmm. I know there, there are even digital tools that um, help with social media management. Um, I think we even got into a couple of those with, uh, with Annabelle, for instance. But I guess, you know, kind of from a broad devil's advocate perspective for all these tools, you know, it seems kind of daunting when you sum it all up, right? Um, so why can't all these things just be replaced with good old fashioned emails and memos like in the yeah. old days? You know, why do we need all these tools to do these specific things when, you know, you can normally just fire off an email or, or post something and you're done? Yeah, it's funny. I, I was... I saw that question ahead of time, uh, FYI to our listeners, (laughs) but uh, it made me think that my first marketing job uh, 10 years ago, I'm not that old, um, my first marketing job, it was at a financial, like a a very large Fortune 500 uh, financial company, financial advisory group. And we were so hamstrung in what we were allowed to use for our marketing efforts because it all had to go through compliance checks. Mm-hmm. Bureaucracy. Uh, and it made me, uh, it was a horrible introduction to marketing, first of all, because I, I had no fluency in any um, other technology, really. I, we had Constant Contact, which um, I, I still think is a great great company. We're, 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 uh, we have a great integration with them, uh, with Jotform as well, but that was like the one that made it through our compliance sure. department. But we couldn't write we couldn't change a comma in a, in an existing piece of text without having that. But anyway, so that was my, oh. my intro was, was the old fashioned way of, um, you yeah. know, we, we had to send, we sent direct, my job was basically to send direct mail, uh, you know, folding envelopes, <laughs> stuffing boxes and then sending it out. And then our, our sales team would follow up and we had a, an installed version of act, which was like a, the CRM before CRMs were in the mm-hmm. cloud. Um, and it was hosted and it was, uh, really burdensome. And as a, I, I don't know, I, I guess w- considering where that was, and maybe that was a reflection 10 years ago, cause that's when there were only, you know, 150 companies right, that were on were this, uh, choose from. uh, on that, that first infographic, but it was just slow. Like right. just work was, was very, very slow. And, uh, yeah, I mean, I, that's, that's. You need to have more. You need to have you know, systems that integrate. You need to you need to be able to do this because it just ultimately saves you time. Uh, yeah, yeah, I feel like that was a bit of a, a double whammy for you there because a, a finan- a large financial institution, those are normally associated with being a little more rigid, a little bit more strict, just in the way they operate. Yeah. You know, handling handling money. Um, so it makes sense they have a little bit more bureaucracy, and plus, we were hardly having any tools to choose from. You know, yeah, no, it was it was terrible. We weren't even allowed to have a Facebook page or really <laughs> wait, like your own account. personal one or the no uh, company. Oh, okay, I yeah. was gonna be like, okay, they're really cracking down Boy. the financial sectors. Um, yeah, it was. It so was there's tough. no social media presence for it at all. None. Yeah. And if it's interesting, I think, I think, uh, after I left, they had approved the capability to have a, a Facebook, Facebook account. And, you know, I can't even imagine the process that the, they the would red, have had to undergo the red to even, tape. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but anyhow, yeah, that, so, uh, being coming from like a starting my marketing career at a really, you know, restrictive company, uh, a really restrictive industry, I, I think it really opened my eyes to how, you know, how important or how, how great, uh, 
technology can can make your marketing efforts. So yeah, I mean, it kind of harkens back to you know the old door to door salesman approach, right? Where you're you're literally just going door to door and selling something to someone in the house, mm-hmm. and that used to be marketing. People used to do that in marketing, and the only real digital marketing that existed was maybe buying a TV ad or you know being on a billboard somewhere. But there's no way to really easily reach people, and the digital revolution, as the name implies, really revolutionized that. And now um, it's become so important to, to utilize these, these digital tools to reach people where they are. And we have the capabilities to do so. So Definitely. I guess, um, you know, if you're building a marketing tech stack, uh, where do you even start? Like if we go back to, to ground zero, we have all these tools, um, we have all these capabilities, but there's such an assortment of them. You know, what, what makes it good? How do you filter out those, those decision sets? It's trial and error and, you know, it kind of goes back to really what you need. But fortunately, there are so many cost effective tools. There are so many free trials. There's so many freemium products where you can get started for free. Like Jotform um, is a freemium product. Right. Jotform is freemium. And freemium, you know, for anyone who doesn't know, is, is basically you get full access to um, a service and then it, you, you only pay as, as your uh, usage increases. Right. Mm-hmm. So. Um, with a lot of these services and a lot of the services that we use at Jotform too, um, you know, we're still under a, a free free plan. You know, we're, we're using it in, in moderation, and um, certainly, like as we get to the point where we where we need to upgrade, we always do. But um, so, you know, I, I would say just dive in and and become conversant, just because it, it doesn't cost generally doesn't cost anything to to trial it. You know, and I think that's uh, that's kind of an important thing to keep in mind. Yeah, and that's that's a cool part about you know the digital age is the 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 margin that's entailed from onboarding a new user um if your digital platform is usually so small that they can afford to give away something for for free and hope that you know they get a percentage of users to to actually upgrade so you know to to summarize it really just depends i i think on the individual individual needs of the organization but also the the scale right because a small business um, even us, like we're around 300 employees, but even we can get away with the free plan of some of these digital tools. Um, but they're good, obviously going to be some organizations that are way smaller than us. They probably won't need to get, you know, premium plans for almost anything. And then they're going to be obviously organizations that are way bigger. Um, they probably won't be able to, you know, get away with as much in their uh, enterprise customers and, yeah. and such like that. Um, are there, there are so many separate ones. Do any come to mind where I, you know, here, a small business owner, what have you, like, I just want it simple. I want everything in, in one platform. Is there a solution where you can get some or all of these key features kind of rolled into one? Do they sync together? Yeah. Or are you just stuck in this world in limbo of navigating between dozens and dozens of digital toolkits? That's kind of the trend. I mean, I'm so impressed by the companies that they're evolving to be like a full suite of small business marketing tools mm-hmm. um, and a lot of like the website publishers, the, the Weeblies and the Wixes of the world. And, um, you know, I think they offer some, some function of, you know, analytics and website building and social tools. Um, Even some form builders for like Wix or Weebly or stuff like that. Yeah, you know, obviously they aren't very not good what you're going to be getting <laughs> with a, a company that focus specializes on that. It's interesting that they're trying, you know. Yeah, of course. Yeah, but they, they want to loop it all in, in together. Right. Um, and I think that's, but I think that's great, right? If you're, if you're a small business and, and you're starting from, from the beginning, like you, 
you're, you're not going to be conversant in all of these different tools. You're not going to have the time, right? right. Like you want, no, you want something simple. Yeah. And you want, you want something that's going to be able to allow you to focus on your business. Right. Um, I, I saw my sister on, you know, she went through this really recently. She, uh, um, is a veterinarian and, uh, she started a, she started her own practice and just watching her from a distance, you know, of course, like plugging in job form wherever I can, like, Hey, I think oh, you should, of course. <laughs> <laughs> um, but like she had to do everything from stuff from, from scratch. Right. And it kind of, it kind of made me think like, okay, she had to create a logo. She mm-hmm. had to create a, a website. She had to create a system for booking. She had right. to, um, she had to create forms. She had to create payments. Uh, she had to create flyers. She had to create email marketing. Um, and like, she's not, she, she wants to, she wants to be a veterinarian, not a, not a marketing right. specialist. So I think, uh, that's, that's the most impressive thing today is that there are so many, like for, for the person, for the solopreneur, for the small business person, for even the marketing team that, that doesn't have a lot of fluency, there are systems that you can use that, that just hand it all to you. Um, Right. And there's uh, a, there's such a learning curve that can go along with um, navigating dozens of different systems too, and you make a good point. If you're you know we're we're a marketing team, so I think right. it's a little unfair almost to compare. Like marketing is what we do; it's what we're paid to do. But you get a veterinarian or any other small business industry. Um, that's that's not what they do. They they want to focus on their core business, but they kind of have to fit in marketing somehow right. because everyone needs those facets of marketing that you talk about. Um, yeah. So th- that's where the simplicity and sort of the cohesiveness of platforms being able to give them multiple solutions um, in one platform helps a lot. Um, so it, it makes sense that a lot of these uh, systems are trying to become more sticky and more comprehensive with the portfolios that that. Um, they have on their sites, like even Jotform, yeah. we we release new features, you know, every every few months that kind of helps our stickiness, uh, expands our use cases. Um, and I think uh, any online service system that's, you know, trying to be sticky and retain consumers, uh, that's something they need to consider because you just hone in on one thing. Um, customers, especially if they want an easy experience, are going to find a site that offers more all than one. Yeah, um, for sure. And, you know, that'll be more convenient for them. So. Yeah, it all goes back to assessing the individual needs um, and, uh, you know, trying to determine where you prioritize, uh, I think, your, your, your time and energy. So if you're, if you're starting the journey, um, what are some resources you can use to find these products? Let's say you need an email marketing service or you need um, XYZ for your business, for your veterinarian business. How do you even start? Do you just Google? Are there review sites? Um, how do you recommend even going about kicking off the process for someone who isn't familiar? Yeah. I mean, I would recommend just, uh, pulling up that infographic of the 7,000 logos and just, no, that's a good one. I mean, yeah. you can sift through all, it shouldn't take you too long, you know, in the course of, um, 29 days or something, you should be able to get through a little block, yeah. <laughs> plenty of information there. Uh, no, so sure. if you don't have time for that, if you don't have time for that, uh, there are some great review sites, uh, Captera is, uh, certainly one of them. Um, G2, I think App, AppSumo or some, something like that. They're, mm-hmm. they're another, another resource where effectively it, they, uh, they give, they enlist a lot of reviewers to come on and there's a, a chart that kind of shows you, uh, where, you know, like the sentiment rating or, uh, which, which are more popular and what the, some of the use cases are. Um, so these are just tech review sites, tech basically. review sites, right. Um, and then of course, uh, a lot of publications, um, you know, there's technology sites like, like TechCrunch. but if, if you're talking about, um, great resources for marketing technology, there's some really specific publications that offer a lot of, uh, 
you know, a lot of specifics. So I, mm-hmm. I, I think a Martech series is a good one. Uh, Martech today is probably the gold standard. Um, search engine land, uh, just really good. Like they're going to have great product reviews, really great details. Tech radar is another one. Um, so yeah, I mean, there, there are a lot of resources out there where you can get, uh, not only news, but reviews and just really great, great information on that stuff. Um, you know, product hunt, uh, that's something that if, if you're an active, if you're active on product then you've probably seen Jotform. Um, they're not all specific to helping businesses or, or marketing teams, but, um, certainly like a few times a day, you'll, you'll see something on there that's going to help you increase your productivity and just mm-hmm. kind of be on the, you know, be on the front, the, the cutting edge of, of, uh, of technology. So that's a, that's a great site too. Um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I, or just Googling your problem, uh, right. you know, how to, how to get better com- competitor analysis or how to create a landing page. You know, I, I think that's probably how most people are finding what they're finding. Um, right. but you know, because there is such an ocean of a tech these days, yeah, that's, uh, you're, all, you're likely going to stumble into, um, if not the list of the products themselves, usually the review sites right. that, right. uh, that are offering, uh, comparisons. And I think those are key because, you know, a lot of companies, us included, uh, want that SEO, traffic that we get. So if you Google something uh, specific, you will probably get sponsored ads um, where companies pay to appear further up in in the search rankings. Mm -hmm. And I'd recommend if you are just starting and you're trying to find a specific solution for something, uh, that's where the the review sites and the listicles really come into play. So you aren't just clicking on someone's sponsored ad that they just paid to have there. Go to an informed website that actually has different reviews aggregated. Um, Because I think a lot of people might just Google something, click on the very first ad result. You know, they they probably paid for that. So it's not necessarily meaning it's the best. Yeah. Uh, You know, do a little bit of research and and you'll benefit from that. And, you know, also if you have friends or um, colleagues, uh, whether at your company or another company that gives you a referral, that's also huge. Um, and uh, a lot of sites actually, you know, pay a little something if you do give a good referral, if you believe in their product. So they're incentivized to do so, hopefully for, for the right reasons. So that's yeah. also a good resource. So this all has been a good conversation. Um, let's boil it down to kind of your, your favorites. Uh, I guess that... Um, for the purposes of this, we should sort of break out into two lists, I think. Um, let's do one where it's kind of the, the the premium technology stack. Like, okay, you're maybe a large organization, you have a little bit of budget, uh, you wanna really, really set yourself up to success and you can dedicate yourself to understanding these platforms. What would be your um, premium marketing technology stack uh, if you could kind of have the best of the crop? Yeah, uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna veer toward a couple unusual ones that uh, right. I think we've just found really useful as a department. They're not necessarily brand names, uh, but they're uh, yeah, they're really they're really interesting to me. One of them is Clarity. Um, and we do, this is not something that we use every day, but I it's premium because of how much you pay for what you get uh, when mm. when we do pay it. But effectively, it's a platform for uh, discovering experts on any in any particular, uh, field and realm. So as a marketing team, we've, we've used it a number of times when we had to make a big decision on something and it, it aligns you with a consultant that you'll pay mm. per minute, which is how, you know, it's expensive. Per minute. That <laughs> is when you know, uh, but not, you know, not if, per second yet. Yeah. But you know, when, when something, when we want someone, someone to weigh in on, uh, pricing, for instance, right. We had a long debate on how, how we needed to position job form pricing and, 
Um, and we, we enlisted the help of, of consultants on Clarity. And it's just an awesome platform that I think any technology team can use, to, mm. you know, regardless of, or any marketing team can use regardless of size. Mm-hmm. You know, if, if you're big, you're going to have, there are higher level decision makers that, that can really help you out. If you're small, there's someone there too. Um, we've also used them for, uh, you know, YouTube strategy, thing, things like that. So um, they're awesome. So Clarity, I think it's clarity.fm is the, is the URL. They're, they're a, I would call them a premium one. Um, I put voices.com as a premium mm, one. Love voices.com. Uh, and it's, it's, again, not something that we use every day. But voices.com is a, um, is a site for getting voiceovers for, for videos. And, and right. as we create so many videos at Jotform, I, I'm first of all, I'm just blown away at the responses that you get. If, if you post something on voices.com, um, you know, you go in, you upload a, a sample script and I was thinking, Oh, maybe, maybe this week we'll have like four or five to pick from. No, within an hour you get like 50 awesome voice and you get so many that it's, it becomes really difficult to choose the right one. And you, you kind of feel like you're, you're hearing like, just slight nuances or variations in, in voice. Hearing the um, same script over and over. Hearing the same script over and over. <laughs> the the latest video we uh, we used voice.com on was our Jot Form Tables uh, April Fools um, video, uh, which yeah. I highly recommend you guys go and check it out. If you haven't, it's awesome. Um, we, we used voice.com for that, and I think we got something like four or 500 responses all reading the same script and it's like, okay, how, how do you even start? And you, you have some very interesting takes on it too. Um, and you can put down, you know, the age range if you want an accent um, and intonation. Yeah. You, you can put down like personality traits with it, like sarcastic or <laughs> I, I can't even remember what we picked for it, but it's it's a fascinating we, tool. We wanted platform. like a pretentious, pretentious. British, <laughs> British accent. And we got so many awesome, awesome so, voices. There are so many <laughs> awesome, pretentious British accent voice actors out there. <laughs> who, who would have known? Uh, but it is a very cool platform. Yeah, yeah, I'm glad you mentioned that one. Um, yeah, and then uh, another one. I mean, the last one I'd, I'd say is not not exactly unknown, but um, I think they're cool brands, and that's Moz. Uh, mm-hmm. And it's just a, a great SEO platform. It's something that you can use really well for comparative reasons to check up on how your your competitors are searching, and then trends over time, and then how you're performing for for specific keywords. Um, and then also kind of going back to like how, how strong your domain is. Um, uh, mm-hmm. but, uh, Moz, Moz is great for that. Um, you know, I, th- I think, especially I think as, as you're, you wouldn't want it right off, right off the bat necessarily if, if you're just getting started, but if, if your marketing team is, is scaling, then, you know, Moz can definitely scale with you. And I think that's, uh, yeah, that's great for that. They also have a wonderful blog, um, yeah. that's just, uh, awesome resources on all things search marketing and, um, you know, kind of a, a good thing to tap into. So yeah, I'd, I'd say there, there are a lot out there. Uh, but I, I think for like some of the premium ones that we've used at Jawform, um, they definitely stick out. No, those are cool. Um, those are some unique picks too. Um, so I guess if we reverse that now and we go the opposite route and say, okay, what are the, the, the budget technology, the marketing technology stack options. So if you're a small business or maybe you don't have a dedicated marketing team, you want something quick and scrappy, preferably not too expensive. Um, yeah. What would your, what would your list be in that situation? I think, uh, so on the opposite end of Moz, uh, just a really quick and dirty SEO tool is answer the public. 
Um, mm, answer the public.com. Yeah. Um, there is a, a paid version, but even the paid version is, is only, I think under $50 a month. Uh, but effectively it's, it's like, a, it's almost visualization, data visualization on any, on any keyword that you type in. So if, if we typed in, you know, forms, uh, we're going to get, it's going to uh, give you a, like a round graph of, uh, all the questions that are being asked about forms or, mm. um, statements or, or whatever. Uh, it's just, uh, if, if you're looking for what are people searching on any given topic, answer the public is, is really awesome. That's um, pretty cool. So yeah. I, I, I just went to their website just now because I, I hadn't heard. Oh, they have an awesome this. landing page. Um, yeah, the, I, page. <laughs> guys, you should look up their landing page. It's answerthepublic.com. There's this guy who's just staring at me, and I, I don't know what he's doing. He's trying to talk to me, or he's <laughs> looking at the search bar and sort of enticing me to type something. And he's just making this aggressive eye contact. Uh, it's hard to describe. But yeah. Look up the landing page. It's a <laughs> maybe we should do this for job form. Just kidding. Um, but yeah, no, that's a good resource. I didn't know about this one. That is pretty yeah, cool. They're great. And they're great if uh, if you want to figure out topics to either produce in your blog or um, if you are looking for topics to create uh, on your video channel or, or whatever it is. I think it just gives you a great sense of what are people looking for around a specific topic. So yeah, uh, I just looked up chocolate and uh, the way they visualize their answer is quite interesting. You have like um, some of the keywords that come after it, um, like chocolate will, chocolate what, chocolate why, like the words that are associated it associated for it. And then it branches out into a bunch of other small answers. Anyway, no, very cool. Yeah. Um, so what's next? Yeah, I'll go, I'll go Unsplash. Uh, so Unsplash is a free- Unsplash? Unsplash, yeah. U-N-S-P-L-A-S-H. Uh, yep. Gotcha. Uh, yeah, so Unsplash is a uh, site for basically getting really high quality stock images, but they're not really mm. stock images. They're they're like user curated, amazing images that are all free. Um, so it's I, I think they I still frankly don't quite understand how how they make money. Um, I, I'm sure it's I'm sure that information is available, but uh, I've always used it for free, and, and it's and it's great to you know sometimes you can like credit the the photographer or something like that when you when you use a photo, but their photos are incredible. And you, if you really want any subject, their library of content is really really huge. So you know if you wanted to post a picture of uh, Kansas City or something like that, you type it in, and you're going to get really artistic pictures that you've never seen before. Like there there's so many on there that almost have a distinct unsplash feel to it. Like they're mm -hmm. very art, um, like artsy almost, and not very corporate, but uh, if, if that's, uh, you know, they're perfect for, for putting in, into blogs or, um, you know, whatever landing pages or, or something like that too. So. And this is, yeah, I mean this, and this is an important one, especially for some people in different industries or, or just starting out. Um, you know, you want to just look for a background image, slap it onto something, send it out. You usually can't do that because of royalties and licenses. So if you're using it in a corporatized way, um, and you know, you're, you're, presuming to make revenue based off the message that you're communicating, uh, you can get dinged for that. So it's important to make sure you're getting um, royalty-free licensed images that you can use. And I think some people um, maybe maybe miss, miss that. So having, yeah. having a resource like Unsplash is actually really important um, just so you, you can have those images and you don't have to worry about it. Yeah, I'll tell you, I'll have a quick story on why, why you need to 
use a, a safe safe site for that kind of thing. Um, and also, early in my, in my marketing career, I was I was told by a manager to uh, to we were starting a blog, um, and she just said to find images off of Google. Oh, uh, <laughs> that's that's how it's done. It sounded like a safe enough idea, and uh, whatever risks that I, I figured there there might be, I figure were uh, you know not the, they weren't worth considering because I was like, who who's honestly like gonna, really good at care? I and mean, who's going to see this blog? Yeah, well, I'll tell you who's going to see that blog: Getty Images. <laughs> they will find it. They have a team. They uh, have a, an army. That, that's how they make their money: is finding people who use their images without paying. Yeah, basically. and they did. And uh, uh, like my my manager and uh, the you know the uh, head of marketing who I never spoke to like marched into my office and were like, "Why did you use this picture?" And I was <laughs> told like, me it was on the Google. Uh, anyway, so yeah, they they slapped us with a very heavy heavy fine. Um, and uh, you don't have to worry about that with Unsplash. So yeah, yeah. yeah, don't don't risk don't risk just getting images from wherever, and don't just assume that um, you know that your your business or your department or whatever is is too small to to uh, hide from the reach of, of Getty Images. They they will come and find you. So yeah, yeah use use something like Unsplash. <laughs> Plus Unsplash just has amazing amazing photos. So I. I couldn't recommend them more. Right. Yeah. yeah. And my anecdote about uh, royalties and, and licenses comes from my, my prior job was in the advertising industry uh, and I advertised for a, a fast food company. And the person who had my job before me, um, they ran an advertisement for his fast food company where they hadn't ensured that the actor was licensed. So he had a licensed range until August. And then after August, you had to pay him more or suddenly the ad was considered unlicensed. So it was oh, wow. was not royalty free anymore. That's sort of how advertisements work, similar to like how images works. So this individual ran the unlicensed ad, which SAG, the talent agency, caught because they have similar people who go out and look for these things oh, no. and hundreds of thousands of dollars because <laughs> oh, it's a national it's a it's a national campaign. Yeah. So hundreds of thousands of dollars. And guess who's liable for that? the agency who <laughs> runs it, not the fast food corporation. Oh. It's the agency. So That's that rough. person didn't have the job when I got my job, understandably. Um, Shocker. So I I never made that mistake, not gonna <laughs> wood, but I'm also very sensitive to uh, royalty-free images and uh, any any materials that you use in marketing. Just make sure you have the rights to it because yep. uh, that can yep. be a Good big faux pas. Though. So moving on, after Unsplash. Yeah, I got one more. Um, Google Trends, uh, I think it's mm. it's just, you know, a, a lot of people use Google Trends, but not a lot of people necessarily use it for for marketing, um, but I, I still use it to this day. I think it just gives, it doesn't give very specific information, but it gives information of search volume um, over a period of time. Mm -hmm. So if, if we typed in our company name, we can see the, um, the trends of, of, are people searching for Jotform more on this month or on this year? And you know, you obviously want to see it go up and to the right. right. Uh, but it, it's not just—it's not just a you know a vanity thing. It, it's also an amazing competitive analysis tool right. that you're getting for free. So it allows you to simultaneous. I think you can answer four or five um, 
searches into into the bar and it gives you, you a see line. them all at once right yeah it gives yeah. you all at once in, in different colors so uh, you know any company can type in their their four biggest competitors and then you're you're getting a sense of again it, it's not showing you revenue it's not showing you users it's not showing you and anything other than search but it's it's a really valuable tool because most you know most people today i'm not going to say most people a lot of people today are just googling the company that they're about to sign into right um, or that they're you know looking on the website, so they might be existing customers, and we're we're being we're assuming that a lot of them are uh, arise is is referrals or word of mouth marketing, but it's also um, people searching to to log into their own account. So uh, right. yeah, it's it's a it's a really helpful tool that you know we've been using for years, and we still use just because it's really easy to use, really intuitive. You can also break it down geographically if you want to look at just the U.S. or globally or by state. Uh, which is really helpful. So, uh, yeah, Google Trends, awesome for, you know, free uh, competitive, competitive analysis. Yeah, yeah, no, 100%. And I think that's, uh, I, I remember if you look up, for instance, after the Super Bowl, a lot of the articles will say, oh, what's what's trending on Google Trends after the Super Bowl? What ads made a splash? Like they use that because suddenly for people sure. are searching them, stuff like that. So it, it is very helpful, uh, sort of directional insight and absolutely great competitive analysis because um, that can be hard to find other places. So be able to put your brand's name in there and then another brand's name that are in the same space and just see right there how, how both are trending um, is really important. And the fact that it's free is, is great. Yeah. So every company 100% agree that I think is plausibly even one of the most important ones being able to use Google Trends. Um, great. So those are two good lists there. Um, is there anything we're missing? I think we've covered a, a lot here uh, in the discussion about just marketing technology applications in general, sort of how to filter it down, how to find what's right for you based on the situation, kind of how we've evolved into the, the marketing tech stacks that we see today. And finally, some some tools uh, that you can actually use and some ways to ways to find them. So I hope this has been um, informative for any listeners. Is there anything else that you can think of we kind of missed or, or didn't cover? Any last tidbits of wisdom? Yeah, I mean, I would say if just as a general tip, just just get started. You know, I, yeah. I think all, all these companies are putting such an emphasis on user experience and, and making sure their, their products are easy. So the, the learning curve is never as difficult as you assume it might be, um, yeah. even if the, the topic is complex. So um, yeah, don't don't let uh, your ignorance on a topic you know stop you from um, you know learning learning it yourself. So yeah, yeah, just get out there. Wise wise words of wisdom, good sir. Um, awesome. Well, thank you for this. Uh, I think that wraps us up for this episode. Be sure to tune in next time when we'll be talking about video marketing.